We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in, Monday morning edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you today, starting another week, a holiday week, Thanksgiving, Egg Bowl on Thursday, as the Kiffin turns, continues into another week as well. So uh, whatever comes up, you guys can probably figure out what we'll get to at some point. I'm sure we'll at least look at some uh, some football, some lines, put a um, put a cap on Ole Miss and Arkansas, the Razorbacks' 42-27 win over the Rebels on Saturday night in Fayetteville. The uh, the World Cup for the U.S. is today, 1 o'clock against Wales for uh, for that. So, Kind of what's going on in the uh, in the sports world, but of course a uh, a, a busy week, a uh, an important week for uh, for Ole Miss athletics here heading into uh, to Thursday and whatever beyond that as well. One last chance to get an official Ole Miss game day football jersey. They are at home against Mississippi State, and that means you get a chance to win with Blue Sky and the Oxford Exxon with the Blue Sky location there in Oxford. It is. Um, an easy thing to do. All you have to do is make a purchase. Any purchase gets you a chance to win that football jersey. I don't know what color they're wearing. We have not gone through and tried to figure out the only thing left. But either way, it will be a jersey. It will be available, and someone will win it from the blue Red sky. Helmets, gray top. Ooh, powder pant. Well, that would make a statement. Heard it here first. Well, I mean, if state does all their gold and maroon and all that stuff, you could do that. So. Are they wearing gold uniforms still, or was that, that that's kind of an that that that, 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 was, that, was, that was a that, that was a Mullen thing. Joe Moorhead stopped that. Yeah, so the one contribution he made to the yeah to the program and the rivalry. Where's he now? Is he still is he at, is he at Oregon? I think he is at Oregon. Okay, isn't he? O- OC at Oregon. Yeah, I think so. Joe Moorhead, Bo Nix, lighting it up for the Ducks. So anyway, uh, lunch special today, chicken spaghetti, I think, is on Monday. So uh, that comes with inside fountain drink, bread, and more. And again, two from the Clark Ford studio. Akron, they say. Sorry. Oh, he's at Akron. Yeah. Head coach? Okay. You'd think I know as much Mac as I don't watch. 
Uh, yeah, Clark Ford, Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. Um, get a quote and do with it which, as you wish. You can shop it around if you'd like, or you can do what I've done four times now. Probably about to do it again here fairly soon. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Squares, the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with a Cajun flair, holiday drinks, and a festive atmosphere. Call Jeannie at 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. So, uh, I, I'm... I'm I'm not even scatterbrained. It's just it's this it's this weird thing today. I'm gonna set this up. We'll be pretty honest. Um, site at Rebel Grove, uh, ten thoughts from yesterday. Snap counts from uh, from. Thank this you morning. very much. By the way, it was what you you do not know what a relief it was to pull into the driveway at four thirty, knowing I was talking to Pete at six, knowing that I did not have to scramble <laughs> through ten thoughts. It would have been ah, the thing awesome. where it goes, these are going to be kind of short today, guys. Um, it was and, fantastic. And, 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 it was so nice. Um, so that's there, thisverbalgrove.com. And we're in a weird thing. If you haven't listened to the post-game show, hopefully you have. We went through a lot of this stuff. Try not to be repetitive, but it sort of builds on that. So some of those deals where that, that is a somewhat of an important listen going into this morning. Um it's a it's it's potentially a news vacuum, nothing of a few days, but I do think that at least has some merit in some different ways. So, real recap here quickly is we know Lane Kiffin has an offer from Ole Miss. We know that it's uh, I, I think Richard's quote was Ryan Day money. Ryan Day makes nine and a half million dollars for Ohio State. I was told just through rumor it was like nine six or something. Again, semantics, whatever. Who cares? Somewhere in that range would make him a top. Five, six, seven head coach nationally in uh, in salary at this point. We know he has that. And what you come down to at this point is if you are under the impression that he is going to get an offer from Auburn if he does not already have one, this is a situation where if he knows what he's going to do, if he doesn't kind of agree to this contract in the next few days, it makes me wonder, if he ends up still at Ole Miss, why? Because I wrote this yesterday, and I firmly believe it, that making Ole Miss fans nervous, um, letting it run through last week was in some ways beneficial to the program. It raised a ton of money for the Grove Collective. There was a big push to get Lane to the, uh, the amount of money that he was looking for, that he was hoping for, to be able to be competitive in this recruiting cycle coming up. They've done that. Talking over six, over seven million dollars for the Grove Collective and NIL funds, but after you lose on Saturday, the way Ole Miss lost, you're down forty-two to six at one point. You at least look again. No, it, it, there's no monolithic thing where all eighty-five players had one thought in their head, but where when that comes and that that type of game comes on the heels of what could have been a distraction or at least tons of talk in the media regarding Auburn and Ole Miss you no longer have that capital to make them nervous and generate money that way. At that point, you have to love them back. And that's the way to generate and continue positive momentum is to go, hey, you know what? We're going to get it right. We screwed up. We lost. We're going to fix it. My program, we're going to sign the dotted line, and we're going to move forward. That would be the message this week if you knew for you were 100% staying because 
why else? I mean, that that is what your program needs at that time. Um, and yeah, I mean, JM says, look, I think the answer to why is just because that's how Lane is. Sure, but that doesn't make it smart or right. That's not, fa- not that's not business. yeah, that's not good business because what Lane does by never talking about it is he keeps. I, I do understand this. When he never, ever, ever talks about it, it keeps it from where if he ever talks about it, people would put too much weight on that one comment moving forward to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where if I just never do anything, then you can't do whatever, whatever to that point. His quote, looking back, the question you ask him, the quote Vernon Marcello asked him, again, you can find those on our video page on YouTube or I, I, I uh, transcribed them in the 10 Thought Story on RebelGrove.com. That's about as complimentary as Lane is going to be. I actually, when you look at the quotes and the words, it was a pretty good answer because he was not going to go, yes, I'm the coach at Ole Miss next year. That was not even a possibility for what was going to come out of his mouth. So I thought, hmm, okay. Uh, that was not bad. But point being, that's where you are right now. And if that doesn't happen, I it's it's either Lane is making a critical error inside his own fan base or he still is either waiting or contemplating an offer to go to Auburn to be their next head coach. That is my opinion. I Neil and I were talking a minute ago that given the weird structure of the way this story has folded out from a reporting, from a media standpoint, I'm not sure I'd believe it if Lane told me directly what he was doing at this point. I know I wouldn't believe anybody else because as, as I said during the postgame show – you can find someone that is pretty reputable that would have a reason to know that will say anything right now. If I need to write on the board, I have a source that says he's probably going to Auburn. I can find that without a problem from somebody who's reputable. If I want to find somebody who goes, no, 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 I think he's staying at Ole Miss, really, really reputable, I can find that source too. So anybody who comes out and goes, hey, this is what I'm hearing today, and it's only one way, well, here's full the, of shit. Here's the thing. This guy who's super aloof, super private, and very quiet suddenly is telling 400 people yeah, stuff. C- c- I mean, I'm sorry. and I, You know my theory on this. Where there's no news, rumors fill the vacuum. Yeah. I, I, let's go over a few of the rumors. Keith Carter's going to give Lane Kiffin an ultimatum today. Let's, let's talk about this logically. Can we just break this down logically? Waste of time, but sure. How incredibly stupid would that be? It's nonsensical to a point it's not even a possibility. It's, it's just not real. No. Hey, I demand an answer by Tuesday or I'm taking the offer off the table. <laughs> you what? You demand an offer by Tuesday or you're taking the offer off the table. Are you are you not going to be friends anymore? I mean, what, 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 how Oregon that... did it to Cristobal when they were a hundred percent sure he was leaving, and it didn't freaking matter. They knew he was well, gone. Yeah, so that was sure. I know you're not going to say yes to me, and so. I know I offered to, I offered you to go to the prom with me. I found out that you're going to say no. I hereby rescind the offer. Yeah, well, she already has a date with somebody else. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to prom with Johnny, so never mind. I'm not asking you anymore yeah. to prom. That time that I asked you and you're like, let me get back to you, I, I, I take it back. I mean, it's stupid. It's not, that, that's not happening. You're going to go in and create more drama and distraction during a rivalry week by doing that? No one's doing that. That's not happening. If you ask me what I think has happened, this is quasi-informed. Okay, I think... It's more than quasi, but I don't know anymore. And I'm frankly sick of it. Um, 
I think that in all likelihood, Auburn, through Kiffin's representatives, have has uh, presented the framework of a deal. Yes. General terms. General terms. Probably very general. Because, again, Auburn is not going to, quote, make an offer to anyone, Lane Kiffin or anyone, until Auburn knows that Lane Kiffin or whoever is going to say yes. Welcome to Coaching Search 101. Yes. So, semantics. They've probably presented the framework of a deal if you told me that the representatives got back to Auburn and said, well, what about this? But, hey, why don't you wait until Thursday night is over to present whatever you're going to present next, if you're presenting something next? That way, Kiffin doesn't have that hanging over him any more than he already does going into the final game of the regular season. If you told me that, I would really believe that. And then I think, based on conversations that I had over the weekend, I think Auburn wants to move quickly. Auburn plays Alabama on Saturday afternoon. I think Auburn would like to have a coach named as early as Sunday. There are rumors that they'd like to announce something on Friday so that Saturday during the broadcast, it's all about them. There are also people You do Auburn, remove the Cadillac part of that, too. But there are people at Auburn who think that would be an insult to Carnell Williams, who has done a pretty good job as the interim coach, and that they want him to have his Iron Bowl coaching moment. I don't know. Who cares? But if you told me that Auburn wants to have something done by Sunday, I totally buy it. December the 5th is a real date. It's meaningful. It's the first day to the portal. You really need to have something done. And if I'm Keith Carter this week, I'm not giving ultimatums to my coach. I'm doing two things. I'm making sure that I've presented the best possible offer that I can to Lane Kiffin. And then I am preparing in case he leaves. I have a short list. I'm vetting it. And I'm moving quickly if he leaves. Period. Now, Keith Carter's not asking me for advice. So I don't know what Ole Miss is doing, beats me, but I don't think they're giving him an ultimatum any more than – that just makes no sense. That is nonsensical. That would be remarkably stupid. Grind, our Auburn fan in the thread, says – gives a number out here. And if this is true, if this is really what an Auburn – if Auburn media are reporting this, it would make Elaine Kiffin the highest-paid coach in the country. And frankly, if you're doing that, you're all idiots and he should take it. Yeah, I mean, if, if – the, the $120 million over 10 years. Yeah, he's, he would ta- – he's that – Come on. I mean, that's that's silly. But go for it. Listen, if you told me I could hope for something, I would hope for that. Because that would be hilarious to watch. We're gonna pay you twelve million dollars a year on a ten million on a ten year contract that's basically guaranteed for a guy that is such a bad fit there. And who such potentially is coming I mean, look, the Ole Miss hasn't won the game. I mean, I think they're probably gonna win, but Ole Miss they could go eight and four. Sure. Who's, and again, I'm not doing this oh, bad mouth old Miss thing here, but you're paying 120 million dollars hypothetically in this circumstance to a guy who on on 2022 the best win is Kentucky, right? What at nine and three the best win is going to be Kentucky or state or state Kentucky beat state, but the transit property thing, whatever. Yeah. Either way, I mean, I did the I, I did the ranking thing yesterday for ten thoughts, and God help you by the way, I don't know how you do that every week because I throw them I throw a dartboard. Six and eleven. Who gives it? Like, I, know, I told it, you. It gives a shit. I told it, you. Well, it, I finally it, quit. Like two weeks ago, when I screw it. Six. For, you do. It. I, I, 
uh, yeah, that was that was how you separate. Ole, I mean, not even Ole Miss. Ole Miss is kind of above them barely at this point. But it's it's how you sit five because I couldn't put anybody else at five. But then Ole Miss could also be ten. Oh yeah, sure. or actually nine. I'm not putting Ole Miss behind Vanderbilt, but, but like uh, how you separate Kentucky and Arkansas and Florida and State and, and South Carolina. They're just a <laughs> blah blah blah. It was point being. Yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm going to pay you more than Nick Saban is making at Alabama coming off an 8 and 4 season inside the division where you beat Kentucky. Go I, for it. Have at it. I mean, look. And and the other thing that I'm Cuz look, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Somebody's worth anything, somebody's willing to pay them, but I mean, there are people that are pretty knowledgeable and really invested in the Ole Miss program and go, "Hold on a minute, 10?" Why? Ole Miss is I offering mean, him nine points. That's, that's my point. That's what I meant. Nine, yeah. six, ten, same difference. Yeah. Well, with incentives, it'll be over ten. Yeah. Otherwise, it'll be a train wreck where you'll be like, I'm paying 9.6 for what? Because when you pay 9.6, we said this on Saturday night, this is a reality. Yeah. If you pay $9.6 million for your head coach, you are paying for those results. You're paying for 10 win seasons. Eight and four, seven and five, that's not acceptable at that rate. What do you think Ohio State does to Ryan Day at seven and five? It's not acceptable. So you do change the calculus with this. Okay, here's the question of that, and I agree with you. This is just for podcast purposes mostly. Is the calculus changing when a guy like Mark Stoops gets eight point six? Because that's in the same ballpark that's going to make him a top. 15 paid coach, give or take. And frankly, he's won more than seven games in the regular season twice in 10 years. Well, what it. He's never won 10 and he's never been to an access bowl. What it makes. So if the playoff existed, Kentucky would have never been. Yeah. And he is making $9 million. He is making more money than John Calipari right now at Kentucky. Is it too late to go into coaching? My God. And they raised the buyout because they're worried that they'd have to just pay him more if he won 10 games or somebody would take him. Do you think it's – is it in back channels because maybe Iowa's tried, tried to make a, a back channel move or Auburn contacted him? I mean, is it, could it be something – It's keeping him from Iowa in a year, I guess, because Iowa would have to pay $4 million to get him. But that's not prohibitive. It would be stupid, but it's not prohibitive. I, what, is it that the pool of potential coaches is it's so because, shallow? It, it's also because – the salaries are getting stupid. The coaches are requiring certain things. And the only way to prevent you potentially from having to do this crap every year is to raise that buyout number to some extent. And now here, look, a lot of coaches go, nope, you can't raise it. And then you're kind of over a barrel because your fan base is going, hey, you can't lose our coach. And the AD goes, so what do you want me to do? Just pay him $12 million a year with no buyout if he leaves? I mean, I I, I, I know. And by the way, I mean, the people that are like doing the ripping Jimmy Sexton thing or ripping agents, they're winning. I mean, tip your hat. They are playing off the emotional highs of fan bases and athletic departments and winning. Yes. Yeah. Let's I see, mean, it's we, frustrating. We had a couple of super chats. I do. Yes. Wonder. He signed the deal the day. No, he signed the deal the day before they lost to Vandy. Like, he signed it on Friday and they got beat by Vanderbilt the next day. He was like, whoo. Oh, yeah. I mean, Webb says, Happy Thanksgiving. If Lane leaves, can we keep juice in the divorce? LOL. Thank you all for your hard work. Webb, thank you very much. Um, I, I don't know what happens to juice. I guess he would get an eagle costume. Somebody asked me if he would try to retrieve the eagle. 
Would they have a problem? Well, Zeus might have a problem. That's a big eagle. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's kind of like catching the car, isn't it? Like, yeah. hey. Hey. No, boy. Yeah. Here's the treat. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says, how many people will put Clark Lee on their hot board? Will he get a raise at Vandy? Um, he's a crazy win away from going bowling in year two at Vandy. And Hooker's out for the year. I, I mean, mean, Tennessee's going to win the game, but – Come on, dude. Come on. Did you watch Florida Vanderbilt? A little bit, yeah. I kind of had it on in the background a little bit. I, I I went to lunch with Campbell. I got back to the room, and I was kind of working on something you and I were working on. And that was on in the back, and I kept looking at it going, damn. Vanderbilt's winning the line of scrimmage a lot. Because mm-hmm. it's not like they have all these skill dudes everywhere. No. They just kind of have to. Like to manufacture it, it a little bit, yeah. Clark's done a great job. He really has. A victory for bald dudes everywhere. I mean, you. we made fun of you, and you thought you were wrong, but you ended up getting two wins. I know. Two SEC I know. wins. If I just kept my mouth closed right now, I'd be going, you. You screwed it up because you gave I know, up. I know. I screwed up. I, but that's what I do. I just I, – I overthink. After the loss to Missouri, you gave up. I, I did. Yeah. No, it was no, South Carolina, I guess. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, podcast brought to you in part by Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. They make all their cheeses locally and in-house, charcuterie, catering, grazing tables, and more. And, hey, help you with the tailgate this weekend. I know it's just Thursday, but tailgate packages. Some of you are going to do Thanksgiving in the Grove. You also still have time for your Thanksgiving pre-orders. You need to hustle on that a little bit. They will be picked up uh, this week. So go to johnsonhillcreamery.com. Go to their Instagram page. See the different options. For their pre-orders, let them uh, take care of Thanksgiving somewhat for you this week. They also are now official members of the Grove Collective as well. I'm trying to keep a, somewhat of a list on the site, people to ask for that, of, of those Johnson Creamery involved in that. So 662-419-9201. I'm, I'm going to read a couple of ads in a second. This, uh-huh. this, someone asked about Hugh Freeze in the thread. About Again, Ole Miss? Yes, yes. Again, just apply logic. Just common sense and logic to that question. And then after the answer, don't ask it again. It's a real simple answer. It takes no time to get there. No. And if you require a more emphatic answer, it's hell no. I mean, the statement that that would make. And by the way, he just lost. To UMass and Virginia Tech. UConn. UConn, whatever. Same difference. And, <laughs> I mean, stop. A&M barely beat UMass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could feel $86, $86 million coming together. <laughs> God almighty. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Let Walk-Ons take care of all your tailgating needs. Uh, Check out their uh, family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient uh, Walk-On's app. If you haven't heard, Dead Soxie is excited to announce the next step after becoming licensed with the university. Dead Soxie is extremely grateful 
for the opportunity to partner with the Grove Collective, creating unique student-athlete NIL creations that give back. Check out deadsoxy.com back, backslash NIL to uh, see the uh, Mason Brooks socks, the Troy Brown socks, gain access to some pre-sale opportunities. Also, uh, they have the pre-Cyber 2022 sale. Buy more, save more. The more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. Uh, promo code Rebel Grove gets you 25% off any order all the time. Spend 50 or more, get free shipping. Uh, order $120 or more, it's 30% off. $240 or more, get 40% off. So stock your sock drawers. Have a wonderful holiday season. No player shows this week because they practiced yesterday when they got back. So uh, we'll get back to those uh, next weekend, wrap up the regular season with those guys. Uh, the College Corner is your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com and find them on Facebook and Instagram. Also brought to you by The Rogue, your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers, all the big-name brands. They've got them. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air. Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call uh, Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. Podcast is brought to you by Northeast Spark, NESPRC, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So to get the best internet internet in Lafayette County, also parts of Pontotoc and Union County, uh, 662-238-3159. Uh, Marine Rebel with the Super Chat says, I just believe that while it would be bad for him to leave, the fact that it's Auburn is why it's such a big deal. Since Auburn has already taken one coach from us, this would be a knife to the heart. I don't know how much of the younger generation really remembers the whole Tuberville thing. Feels like yeah, Neil and I were discussing ago. that yesterday. He and I have two specific memories of it in different ways. But yeah, um, you've got to be. I mean, yeah, anybody below thirty-five is not going to have a real understanding of that at all. No. Um, and in that case, here's where it's really different. And this is the narrative that, 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 that has to start being, I think, discussed. Back then, Robert Kayat didn't want to do what was necessary to be a big-time program. And so I mean, it wasn't, Tom, yeah, I Tommy mean, one really day, had no choice. Tommy one day went out and started, like, brushing gravel off a parking lot to prove a point because they couldn't get facilities and some things done yeah. where they needed to have done. There was a huge push from the coaching staff that simply did f- fell on deaf ears from an administration standpoint. When it rained, they had necessary. to practice underneath the stadium. Um, I mean, it was hard to get work done. He was very frustrated. Um, he had no choice but to go to Auburn. This is different. Ole Miss has offered Kiffin a ton of money. They've put the NIL together. 
actual cash on hand, not pledges. By the way, at this point, I would like to take an opportunity. I, I, I do. I want to do this. This is important to me. Okay? Okay. I went to ULM for graduate school and just had a fantastic two-year experience. We are struggling right now in football. Uh, some NIL issues for the Warhawks. At this moment, I would like to pledge $20 billion to NIL uh, efforts at ULM. It's a pledge, $20 billion. That is my pledge. Pledged. So there you go. When can Terry expect that? Well, I mean, I, it's going to be a minute. I got some paperwork, stuff. red tape. There's stuff, right? Got some stuff coming in. Got, Need to finish got, that. Got to do some things first. But I'd like to go ahead and pledge it. There's a difference between pledge. Well, what's my favorite thing is that what I wrote was, was it called Grind on to Victory? Um, that there was a report out there that Auburn's football only NIL. Um, We're back. <laughs> projections or what they hope for every year with $7 million a year. I was quoting an AL.com story. Is all That's all I got. I, I found an AL.com story. It was talking about it. I reported it. Reporter who did a pretty good job during the Harson thing. And I got flogged. Not, I didn't personally get flogged, but I got inundated on Twitter with, you can't quote AL.com. They love the Bammers. I was like, okay. I mean, I, that's all I got. I, I'm, I know I have not seen your bank statements, but that's what it says. And yes, I think every, most people are lying about NIL numbers. Yes, I, I do. I, I'm, yes. I'm fairly certain about yes. that. Now, look, if Auburn wants to pay $120 million, again, I don't think it's about salary, whatever Lane does, but at some point. That would be about a headline. Good night and good luck and okay. Sure. Yeah, best wishes. I mean, and, and convince yourself that he's going to go lead all the pancake breakfast and do all the War Eagle. Because there is that thought, and I'm not even necessarily making fun, but there is this odd Auburn thought that, no, 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 he wouldn't do it there, but when he gets here, he'll understand. No. No, he won't, actually. Can he wear Jordans at Auburn? It's Under, Under Armour. How's that work? How's it going to go when he if shows he likes his, his Jordans? How's it going to go, Grind, when he shows his case of Alabama championship rings when he's when he's doing the the ring thing? Is that okay? Probably won't go quite as well. This there are idiosyncrasies involved here that I do not believe are spot changing at this point. I look forward to when he tweets about his. Was it Buddy or Pal? He said Buddy Nick Nick. Yeah, curious how that goes. Yeah. Do you anticipate any actual news in the next 48 hours? I don't. I don't either. I don't. I don't. I don't. The the, the, the the eventuality that would really surprise me right now would be some announcement from Ole Miss that this was done and that he was good and that he was taking his name out of consideration at Auburn. I, that would shock me. I'd be like, whoa, not, I wasn't prepared for that. Doesn't feel like that's where this is headed. But it means he's still considering Auburn because otherwise, I mean, as, as I said, I don't want to be repetitive. We got other show to do. It doesn't make sense. Well, no. If he look, if he's made up his mind that he's staying at Ole Miss and that the offer is is good enough and that's what he's going to do, then he should have announced that last weekend. 
They wouldn't have had to deal with what they dealt with with the SEC Network broadcast that everyone's so upset about. Or I even, frankly, I even understood it through the week. I I, I had I, I felt like after Saturday night is when that had to change because they did they generated a lot of income with an almost a nervous feeling around the fan base. I mean, last Lane week. could have changed Saturday night if he'd made up his mind. Yeah, could have said, "Look, I'm 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 staying. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere." We we. I'm, I'm, I'm he could have added one sentence to either one of those questions. Completely that, changed the story that night from, hey, you guys were distracted to Lane Kiffin staying at Ole Miss. He didn't do that. At some point, you have to think that it's possible that he didn't do that because he's not doing that. I'm not saying that. I'm not reporting that. I don't have that. I don't have on any authority at all that Lane Kiffin is taking the Auburn job. I can tell you that Auburn is quite confident yes. that he's going to get it. And I know enough about reporting to Except know. We've read a lot of tea leaves here. I know enough about reporting to know that when everyone on that beat and some national people are all reporting the same thing and not backing off of it, it's probably because someone's telling them something. That's... But that doesn't mean that it's a certain thing. Well, and look, we've shown our we, – we, we, we've, ex, we've exhibited our feelings on this and on him for a while. But given the odd makeup of who is there and it being that school, I'm not discounting anything Brandon Marcello says. No. He's almost kind of tailor-made for that search, given the athletic director and the school that is, is doing the search. And, and to Brandon's credit, Brandon – Went to the game on Saturday night in Fayetteville. Not to cover Arkansas and Ole Miss. No. He went to that game so that he could ask Lane Kiffin that question in person. Not via text. Not over the phone. Not in a teleconference. In person. Face-to-face. Man-to-man. Now, Brandon lives close to Fayetteville, so he wasn't completely out of his way. That being said, for him to do that on his Saturday night, one has to think that it's at least certainly possible, if not definite, that he at least feels like he knows something. And Brandon probably didn't make up Lane Kiffin as Auburn's target out of thin air. That's probably no not. coat look. I mean, he I'm is. not putting words in his mouth, but 20 minutes after Harson was fired, Marcelo said it's Lane Kiffin is the primary target. That came from John Cohen. I mean, come that would on. be my guess. Certainly, they know each other well. That, that that is that would certainly be my guess. I mean, at some point, you have to acknowledge different people. Like there are there are people on the Auburn beat that I pay no attention to. None, zero. They, they they might get it right, but it's just because they're with the pack. But there are people, and Brandon would be one of them, that I think you have to pay attention to what he writes. Yeah. I mean, he's been condescending in a lot of his comments, but that doesn't make him wrong in his reporting. Those are Correct. two completely different things. And again, the fact that he I mean, was there physically on Saturday night, and he left, uh, the, he left his seat early. And I thought maybe he left the game. And then I, when I got down to the media room, he was in the front row. I mean, he had left early so that he could get a front row seat and ask Lane Kiffin that question face-to-face. And to also to his credit, he waited till the end of that press conference to do it. He let the beat writers ask the football stuff. Although, for the love of me, I couldn't 
I couldn't figure out why we were talking a lot of football that night. I get it, we covered a football game, but that's not the story. Once they lost from a big picture element, I mean, yeah, the game became, okay. Yeah. I mean, I actually was thinking in the fourth quarter, the only way that I'm really writing a whole lot about football here is if somebody gets hurt. Because at that point I'm writing, why are they in the game? But regardless, they dodged that. Quick aside there, Hendon Hooker's injury, I feel awful for him. Yes. And that kept me from enjoying the Tennessee loss on Saturday. Sure. I, I I couldn't do anything that I typically would do to make fun of Tennessee on Saturday night because of Hendon Hooker's injury. And I went, oh, damn it, that sucks. I, I hate it for that kid. Oh, I hope he's invited to New York for the Heisman. He will be. I think so. I hope so. Um, he deserves to be. He had a great season. He's a fantastic kid. And will be a legend at Tennessee. Oh. And had a fantastic career. I mean, kudos to him. Mean, I, he, I love watching him he play. He elevated their program. I mean, he did. He did. I love watching him play. I love everything about Hendon Hooker. He, he's a competitor. That game last year in Knoxville when he and Matt Corral just fought was fantastic. That's what college football is all about. And Matt will be a legend at Ole Miss, and Hendon's a legend there, and, and, and Hendon's a great kid, and I hate that it happened to him. Hate it. You hate that. <laughs> Our stream. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are mostly behaving. You're kind of making me laugh, honestly. Um. Okay. That play where Jackson Dart goes catapulting into the air and comes down like on his head and shoulder and stuff, I'm thinking, as he's going up, I went, well, there it is. Yeah. Dart, to his everlasting credit, is just tough as nails. I, he's a lot bigger than people think he is. But, man, he took some hits Saturday. He, I mean, he got hit a lot. He's a tough kid. Credit to him. He is a, you talk about a competitor now. He had some accuracy issues. Didn't didn't have his best game. Don't let anyone tell you he doesn't compete. Um, it's putting a bow on this part of the show. <clears throat> what do you expect today from Lane? Anything at all, even even sort of big picture? Whatsoever. Well, you know, it's funny. I was going to ask you this because so many people have said, um, hey, don't be a you-know-what. Ask the hard questions. I mean, 36 hours ago, I felt like I asked a couple of questions. I don't – and then Brandon asked the obvious other question. So what, what's what's the question today? Hey, 36 hours later, Lane, has anything changed? I mean, I mean, what 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 questions? What is it? What is it that remains unasked at this point? I, I can't make Thursday get here before Monday because I, I you can't seem to make that work. So we got Monday, and then we've got Tuesday, Wednesday. Then after the game Thursday, I think people have to ask questions. But today, I don't really know. Like, if you told me, "Hey, ask the hard question today," someone tell me what that question is. I asked him about the contract. 
He gave me the answer. I asked him if he felt his team was distracted. He basically said no. I mean, his basic answer was no. I don't think they lost. He said, I don't think we lost because we're distracted. That's essentially what he said. So I'm not asking that again. Hey, after watching the film, did you think your team was distracted? And, hey, now that you've had 36 more hours to think about Ole Miss's offer, has it changed your thoughts? If he wants to announce that things have changed, he can do that. I don't – and then, you know, Brandon Marcello asked him a, a question about Auburn on Saturday night. It was 11 o'clock at night when he asked the question roughly. What's changed 36 hours later? My guess is nothing. If my sourcing is accurate, the answer would be nothing. And it's possible my sourcing is inaccurate. You got anything? If this thing does fall apart or something, because look, I mean, coaching churches are crazy and stupid. Um, a couple things on that. One, have you thought about the people who bought juice sweatshirts as gifts for the holiday season? Do what? Someone said that's a question that was suggested that I be that I asked was funny. If he goes, Billy, I'm giving you a lot of rope, but be a little careful here. You are in a in an old mister. Um, well, Billy Neil asked multiple questions. Billy, like, Billy, yeah. he he asked the question before I could ask it. I was literally about to ask it, and to Brandon's credit, he asked it on, as a follow up to me asking about the contract. Yeah. Lane finished that answer, and before I could say, "Hey, I've got to ask," and he me. hasn't been gone. We have a thousand sources. Like this is. This is kind of the point. Is the Auburn just, my God, no one would ever consider saying no. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yes. Like, yes, Lane Kiffin very well may be the next coach at Auburn. But this has gotten stupid. If I will stick to what I've said all along. If Lane Kiffin's the next coach at Auburn, he's getting a massive contract. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, 
Access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Massive. But I'm not going to sit here and let anybody tell me that I'm too scared to ask a question 36 hours after I asked questions. I mean, come on. That's stupid. I mean, you don't think I was about to ask about Auburn? I just asked about his contract. (laughs) I mean, give me a break. Mertrod did tell Alabama no. No, I mean, look, Grant, I completely agree there. That's the point for sure. Yeah, if Lane is staying, he should speak up and say it. It is time for that. I mean, as I wrote, as I said a second ago, you can no longer generate anything positive from the Ole Miss fan base by not saying that. You can't run through fear or lack of talk or silence and generate anything positive in the next four days. Now you have to be positive to get positive. There was a time where you could. That's past. That's over. Talking about Ole Miss? Yeah, it's about Lane. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the question would be, I guess the question that could be asked is, but he's already answered this, do you feel like you have to address this with your team this week? And his answer is going to be, we have a pro mindset. We don't do that. We focus on the task at hand. We're focused on Mississippi State. We're focused on what each person has to do to get ready for the game on Thursday. That is his answer. So stubbornly asking the question again to get the same answer, I don't really know what's accomplished there. No, it's, I mean, ground's right. I mean, the problem you have now is that simply if you have an offer from Ole Miss for that period of time, and whether it's true or it's not or he's gone or it's whatever, Letting that sit for a week where you are either waiting on Auburn or waiting to be announced at Auburn is a horrific look for your own school when the portal starts in like 10 days. December 5th. I mean. Again, that's the reality here if you're Ole Miss is that you have have to read the room here, don't you? And by the way, the people that are like, well, he told so-and-so that he's staying. He told so-and-so that he's staying. Number one. I'd have to see some proof. Because there's a lot of that. And then number two, and not to be a jerk, but so. Yeah, I mean, because that's the point. I mean, it is. It's it's Lane's. I, I get running it up and leverage and all that stuff, but Lane has got leverage at Ole Miss. He has a huge offer on the table. At some point, it is his responsibility to actually handle and do the best thing for his constituents in the program he's currently employed at, if that is the case moving forward. Certainly. If he's staying and he knows he's staying. I mean, if he knows he's for sure gone, you're waiting through Thursday, it's a weird thing and you're just trying to get through it. Yeah. But otherwise, you're you're hindering your own program by doing what he's doing. It makes for a very awkward week for him. I mean, I assume he and Kellum will have a show. Yeah, I assume. Uh, You know. He's got 
Thursday night, he's got these meetings. The game's on ESPN. Is it at 6, by the way, or 6.30? I don't even know. ESPN says 6. And I'm like, I think well, it's God. 6. Yeah, I think it's 6. That's great. Um, he's going to have production meetings with broadcast crew. They're going to ask about it. He's got press conference after the game. It's going to get asked about. So, I mean, you know, at some point you just kind of start doing the common sense thing. The longer that you let it go, the more likely it is that the other alternative is the one that is coming to fruition. Yeah, because what what Tuberville did was go out of his way to say, oh, no, I'm rebel, 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 and then leave in the middle of the night without talking to the team. That's a completely – that's, that's Which a different Which was crazy element. because I knew, and my source was Tommy, yeah. that the deal was done. Yeah. It was bizarre. But, I mean, he did it so emphatically that I even wondered, is he lying to me? Mm-hmm. To the point that I can remember thinking, okay, now, when I get fired, what is it that I go do? Yeah. So, I, I, I don't – Lane, to his credit, has not said anything that could come back and just haunt him. No. No, no, no. You know, he's not. This is an awkward spot. He was complimentary of Ole Miss without committing to Ole Miss. That's what he was. He was very complimentary. Yeah, very complimentary. He went out of his way to talk about next season. That wasn't required. Right. He did. I mean, frankly, it was a pretty smart quote to take some heat off of you. And it was, frankly, a quote that I went, you know, it's possible. And this is, hey, in fairness to Lane, it is possible that he knows an offer is coming and that he doesn't know now in light of what all has happened, he doesn't know what he wants to yeah, do. Yeah, it's possible he's just undecided. But here's the thing. And if you're Ole Miss at some point, and I wrote about this on Saturday night, if you're Ole Miss at some point, uh, and Dub Jr. says who realistically is on key shortlist, I don't really want to get into that right now. I'd, I'd rather wait until yeah, that's relevant. Until that's relevant, and, and I, don't, I don't want to do other people's work. And those people have been asking people around us who we're talking about. So they're listening just waiting to steal it. So, no, I'd rather not go there. Hey, how's everything in Nashville? Um, what was I saying? <laughs> I was too busy trying to figure out how I could be, be smart-ass. <laughs> you lose your train of thought. I lost it completely. I'll give you a second to see if you find it. Uh, I'll tell you about Prime Shrimp, PrimeShrimp.com. Six different flavors available for you that ship directly to your door. They are great options for busy nights. Right now we've got activities for different nights with different stuff with the uh, the kiddos. The Prime Shrimp makes it easy with uh, 10 minutes freezer to plate, money-back guarantees, and tons of different options depending on what your palate is uh, looking for. Everything from spicy options to the uh, the great all-purpose, like the signatures, kind of a garlic flavor, or the lemon cracked pepper, their newest offering. And they also have their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp, or just like what's at the grocery store, it's up a higher-quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based company. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. That's primeshrimp.com. They ship to Auburn as well for any of you in the stream. Take advantage of it, MPW, primeshrimp.com. I remember what I was saying. Sure. What if he hasn't made up his mind? Well, that's very, I mean, that's very, very, very possible. It's the one thing. Those were two of the four. Yeah, that he just doesn't know what he's going to do. That maybe he's waiting to see what the offer will be. Which makes sense. If I'm if if and I'm doing some deductive reasoning from sourcing here, okay? If indeed there was an initial offer or the initial framework of an offer, and maybe they came back with, all right, well, I'd be more interested if the offer was X. 
But hey, wait till Thursday night, please. Let me coach my team. Let me get through the Egg Bowl. Let me coach the rivalry game. And then, and then, let's figure this out. I'm not going to the SEC championship. I've got a minute. Why don't you come back if 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 you are going to counter? Why don't you wait until Thursday night, Friday morning to counter, and we'll go from there. Yes. And I don't know what I'm going to do. It's possible. I have no idea. And this is where I'm skeptical of all the, he's definitely staying or he's definitely leaving stuff. He doesn't talk to that many people. He's got a really small circle. I mean, I just don't think people understand how small the circle is. And so unless you're talking to one of those people and getting it pretty emphatically, I don't know how you can be that confident one way or the other. And then you got people that are putting out these rumors, like the guy in Dallas. God bless you, man. I mean, he told his team. He hadn't told his team anything. He has not had some team meeting where he told the team he's leaving or staying. Hadn't happened. Per people on the team. So if you're asking, how do you know that? Well, I don't know it, except players have told me. Parents have told me. That meeting hasn't happened, which provides a fairly substantial amount of cover as to have you addressed this with your team. No, we don't do that. We have a pro mindset. We have a job to do. We do our job. Well, as we've seen from Hugh Freeze in Florida and all kind of stuff, you even if Sexton or Lane or whomever has basically said yes or probably yes to Cohen or somebody at Auburn, until you get the thing done, all sorts of shit can still happen. I mean, it, and here's it's, the other thing, and you, this, I'm giving you credit for this because I really had not thought about this. But if you're Lane Kiffin and you know for a fact that you're not going to be at Ole Miss next year, okay, mm-hmm. you know that you're going to Auburn, you're going to Texas A and M, you're just going, you're getting out. Well, you don't spend last week kind of motivating people to raise six and a half million dollars in NIL if you're going to be competing against them in the same division next year. That would be kind of stupid, too. And Lane's never struck me as a stupid guy. No. So, I think it's quite likely that he is at least partially torn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Raising millions and millions of dollars to compete against myself in a week. I mean, okay, again, sports dumb, but. Yeah, but I don't, that doesn't make a lot of sense if he know, if he knew for sure, hey, I'm leaving. Yeah, I know. Um, If all of this stuff has you feeling a little uh, foggy, get in touch with our people at Solutions RX. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. They've got a product called Prescription Support. Puts all those vitamins and things back into your body to help with side effects from taking, uh, you know, standard medications like blood pressure medication, high diabetes medication, cholesterol medications. It's going to help you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Um, Hawkham Portable Buildings, 7991 Highway 7 South in Hawkham. They'll custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or uh, other buildings, Hawkeye can accommodate you. You pick the color, the style, the windows, the doors. Hawkeye makes it happen. In-house financing available, free delivery and setup within 75 miles 
of Holcomb, 662-226-2233. Or go to HolcombBuildings.com. You can also find them on Facebook or Instagram at Holcomb Portable Buildings. Uh, Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Um, my buddy Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi, he owns ACS. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automated uh, recognized system integrator. They've got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop. Get in touch with them at acsllcms.com or call uh, 662-601-4381. Uh, real quick before I uh, pay one more bill is um, they've moved Kiffin's availability today to four o'clock. So just from a uh, from a it's Thanksgiving week, they don't have class. So just heads up there for content at rebelgrove.com. It will not be at the uh, the normal uh, the normal place. So I'll also tell you about Style Assembly, Women's Clothing Boutique on the Square. They're going to run a special promo between now and the Egg Bowl to help boost Ole Miss's NIL efforts. They're going to donate twenty percent of all store proceeds. During that time to the Grove Collective to help the Reds retain the best coaches and players possible. As a bonus, just mention this ad. You'll also be entered into a $250 gift card drawing that is for Rebel Grove subscribers and podcast listeners only. No better chance to get the wife, girlfriend, or yourself the perfect gift while also supporting the collective in the process. It's a win-win. So knock out that holiday shopping now by stopping by the store on the square. It's 203 North Lamar next to Blind Pig and Frock. Or call them at 662-638-3163. You can also DM them on social media at Shop Style Assembly to place an order. Uh, also ask that special someone to fill out a wish list at the store and make your shopping even easier. Stop by to support those efforts. Um, let's see. I had a feeling that was going to happen today. Yeah, I was. I knew it probably wouldn't be at noon. I just didn't know when it would be. Um, not ideal, but it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. So it would be much later on what he said what he meant. Um, yeah, much, Obviously much some real later. time. I mean, maybe, maybe in the morning because um, that changes a lot of calculus there in a couple different ways. Um, I I was pretty much right uh, when I was asked on the postgame show at that point what the, uh, the line would be for Thursday night with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I, I thought around five. It's opened at Ole Miss minus four and a half. Is the uh, the line on that odd shark having Ole Miss covering the game, winning by around ten points? Um, you know, I I don't know what to make of it exactly, and I get it's one game, and you're kind of just you're going to get a break, and typically teams play above their head a little bit here. Um, Ole Miss played a lot of freaking snaps on Saturday night, a Not lot ninety eight on offense, ninety eight snaps. snaps. Six players played all ninety eight. Another three played at least ninety five. I think the three, the other three wide receivers. I think Dayton Wade played eighty eight. Um, it no other back played but Judkins and Evans. It, it's a thin team on offense. It's a really, really, it's really thin, thin team. It's really thin. Um, State meanwhile beats East Tennessee State at eleven o'clock. I don't know what that final was, but it was, it was a like lot. Fifty nine to, to something. Sure. Um. No defensive player for Mississippi State played more than 36 snaps on Saturday, um, and they were done by like 1.30 uh, at home. Uh, so little little negative there for the Rebels from a scheduling, from a play count standpoint to get back for 
for Thursday, just a note there. But, yeah, you look at it. I mean, Ole Miss played, I think, 13 players on offense, maybe 14, something like that. Um, the 11 starters plus Evans plus Kelly plus Heath. I think that was right. I think yeah. that's it. So, 14, yeah. something like that. Uh, defensively a little better, but still not a lot of uh, not a lot of depth. And, look, that's going to next season. The, the, there's been some misses in the portal, whether it's Lane Kiffin or the Easter Bunny. They've got to get a little more depth. They've got to that, that that roster is not perfect heading into twenty twenty three. Not perfect. Uh, I mean, you're gonna need it's horrifically stuff flawed. at a lot of different positions. It is badly flawed. It's I know what I was gonna say, Chase. In a world where Kiffin stays, you can't do this again next year. That's got to be part of the conversation. Hey, we do this a lot. We can't do this again next November. At some point, you got to buy in. You can't get on the fans for not coming to the Tulsa game in 96-degree weather at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And then every November, your name's in these rumors and you don't address them. doesn't work like that. Yeah, you that, can do whatever you want, but it does have... That doesn't work. Yeah. And when you say, well, it doesn't impact anything in recruiting, well, in fairness, you're not exactly blowing up recruiting. And we can do this about the transfer portal, if we're going to be honest. Do an assessment of who all they brought in in the transfer portal and who's truly contributed. Let's be real here. That is a thin offensive team. And a bunch of guys that got a lot of hype in the portal have not produced. And at some point, if you're going to be the guy, you got to go, hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm not leaving. I'm here. I'm going to build something, and I'm building it here. And if you can't get that from Lane and he leaves, then you have to go get the next guy, and that's got to be part of the conversation. Hey, we're going to pay you handsomely, but we need you to buy in. Because Jimbo's not surviving another season of this. Oh, God, no. Okay? I'm not convinced one million percent that he's surviving this. But he's not surviving another year of this. If it happens again, and at this point, who can rule it out? He's not going to survive it. So that's going to be a high-profile job that gets tons of attention. Nick Saban not getting any younger. At some point, that day is going to come when that job is going to open up. There are other jobs that are going to happen, and you can't just continue to throw your name. Not that he's doing it, but at some point, your name can't just float every November. It stalls recruiting momentum. It just does. Why? How can I say that? Because when kids talk about Ole Miss to other schools, and they do because that's how recruiting works, all those schools have to say is, hey, be careful. Be careful. He might not be there. That's not talking bad about Ole Miss. That's not talking trash. That's just, hey, you might want to make sure you read some social media. Might want to read some news stuff. Check out this. Slow down before you do that. Make sure he's going to be there. That's totally different than, oh, that place is racist. 
Yeah. One is trash talking. The other is just recruiting. If I'm recruiting against Ole Miss today, if I'm recruiting at name your school Tennessee, and some kid is and some kid's considering me and Ole Miss and LSU and Florida, okay. When I'm sitting there talking to mom and I'm saying, "Who's little Johnny thinking about?" Well, he really likes you guys, and he really he really likes Ole Miss. Yeah, they do a really good job there at Ole Miss. That's what I say. Done a really good job. It's a fun program. Look at the kids are having a lot of fun. You do know about the rumors, right? Before he commits to Ole Miss, make sure that those guys are going to be there. Because we've heard some stuff. That's not negative recruiting. That's just recruiting. But you have any problem with that? That's what people are saying. Hey, make sure. That's totally different than, oh, no. Well, it's no, also no. your own roster. Because now you're re-recruiting everybody in your roster yeah. every year. Yeah. It's totally different than, oh, that place is racist. That's negative recruiting. That's crap. The other is just business. Don't prompt that. I have a hard time believing that does not harm you a little bit from a momentum standpoint. And, I mean, it's two high school guys, but, I mean, they've got getting so many, so much mileage basically every snap out of two freshman tackles. That, yeah, I mean you get credit, but yeah, they played a tight end twelve snaps on, third sorry, fourteen snaps on Saturday. He, Trig went through warmups. I watched him. Well, yeah, what is going on? That beats me. He appears to be medically cleared. Sources say he's medically cleared. Well, he's going through warmups. I watched him go He's through. He's just not playing. I watched him go through a warm up. I think it was against Otis Reese, and they were I mean, there was some physical jostling. So it's not like he's out there in a green jersey or a yellow jersey or whatever jersey. He was out there. Dayton Wade's been a godsend. He's played three hundred and ninety one snaps this season for Ole Miss. Oh, they'd be in trouble without Dayton Wade. Yeah, played three ninety one. You know how much trouble they'd be in without Malik Heath. Ooh, Jordan Watkins. Malik Heath had a good day on Saturday. He got completely washed over because of everything else we he were did. doing, but he, he was he played, was good. Played quite well. Um, as I wrote yesterday, and we talked a little bit on Saturday night. Judkins now the touchdown and yards leader for Ole Miss in a single season. Uh, he had already had the touchdown record, but he added to that with another one, and then he overtook Ko Dotley. I think Judkins is now at thirteen eighty five, something like that, on the season with two games left. He has a very real shot, obviously, at fifteen hundred yards. I'm gonna tell you what now. That game Saturday night, those are three running backs that'll play in the NFL. All three. I don't know. I mean I mean, those three dudes made some runs, some cuts and stuff that you went, Whoa, don't see that every day. Special. All three of them. Well, look, Evans is averaging a yard mark more per carry than Judkins is. He's Evans, been great when he's been out there. Evans has just been banged runs. up. He has some runs where he'll hit that next gear. I mean, he's at 900 yards on the season Hurt. behind Judkins without playing. Yeah. What's Sanders at now? About, about 1,400. Is it? Yeah. He and Judkins are They're neck and neck. neck, and neck. Yeah. Because Judkins technically picked up yards on him on Saturday. Did he? I would assume. Did Sanders have over 200? Yeah, yeah, like 240. Oh, he did? 232. Okay. Because well, I had to switch it because he lost two yards okay. on his last run, and I had to go change it. Oh, really? Story real quick, yep. Okay. 
He's a really good back. All three of them are really, really good back. Yeah, I'll take any of them. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, go, go ahead. If you tell me, give hey, me one of them. It's fine. I'm gonna give you one of those three dudes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Whomever. I think I'd take Judkins first, Sanders second, Evans third. I but, think, but I'm good with any of them. I can make it work. I mean, there's a hell of a statement because in almost any trio, Evans would be. Oh yeah, I'll, I want that guy. I'll, I'll take him. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take that. That's dude. what I'm saying. I mean those. You watch Judkins and his vision and Sanders and his vision, their ability to see something coming and to cut. I thought a really – when the game was still somewhat competitive there in the first half, a play that I had marked down in case Ole Miss had gotten back in the game that I thought both guys made really good plays on was the little throw out to Judkins on that safety valve when he – Dart struggles with this at times, but he knew the exact velocity to get him the ball. No, put it on him, get him, let him get going. And then Judkins made about three dudes miss and picked up a first down on, I think it was like third and 14 or something like that. They kind of kept it going right there. And you went, oh, okay, that's, you know, that's a a deal. Um, Because, look, I mean, Ole Miss couldn't stop Sanders. They couldn't stop Arkansas. Sam Pittman basically admitted it. I would like – not even about winning, just the way that game would have looked. I wish I'd have seen the game where that first touchdown wasn't called back. Yeah. Where Dayton Wade scores on the fourth down and you go, okay, it, you it settles. You another one of those games from last year. Where we're just going. Yeah. yeah I don't I don't know. So, uh, Someone asked about Evans. No, he, he he's, he's gone. He's, I would expect him to go. He's yes. gone. He, he'll go pro. The NFL loves him. He was a one-year rental the whole time. NFL loves him. There's there's at least one NFL team that I'm aware of that has him number one on their board at running back. Mm-hmm. Oh, number one, really? Mm-hmm. Friday, we get Baylor and Texas, if you care. Texas, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over uh, over Baylor in Austin for uh, for that one. A uh, a huge game on Friday in the American. Tulane is at Cincinnati on uh, on. Saturday, I guess the winner wins that side of the American. I think that's right. And plays UCF. I think that um, is correct. UCF has screwed around and lost home field, if I have this right. Uh, I think now the winner of Tulane and Cincinnati will get home field against the the Knights. And the winner of all this conglomeration will be the Cotton Bowl representative, I guess. Is that right? Right. And is there another mid- – Coastal. Is Coastal up there with them too? I don't know. It's Coastal or the winner of the American for the Cotton Bowl, but I don't know how that really works. But anyway, Cincinnati, uh, a two-point favorite over Tulane at home on Friday. for uh, an early game, 11 It it is an early game, yes. Arkansas and Missouri, a Friday game as always. Arkansas, a three-point favorite on the road in Columbia, Missouri. Whatever, I don't don't know. Flip, yeah. Two teams that are sort of in that. I think think my – is KJ healthy? If he is, I'll probably go Arkansas. If he's not, I'll go Missouri. How do we do on picks this week? You did pretty good. Did um, I? Yeah, you went. Am I winning? Yeah, yeah, you're winning. Do I get something for winning the regular season? Is it like the President's Cup in hockey where I, no. I get a trophy for the regular season nope. wins? No, sir. It goes all the way to the end. Do I get a bonus for being the one seed heading into the playoffs? Um, No. I should have written this in before the season if I felt the need, right? That's correct. Okay. You are uh, – where is it? Where is it? You are uh, 61 and 55, ATS. Really? You have a three-game lead over me and Jeffrey. We're both 58 oh. and 58. And Brian, Brian had another He's above 500. Plugging lead. along. He's 45 and 71 now. 
Well, he's losing less money. Yeah, he's. And Brian. I mean, even with the juice, I would be up right now. On just picking winners, Brian. He's rolling. Brian's 131. And uh, you're three games behind that, and Jeffrey and I are four games behind that. So he's winning the just winners. If you want to know who's going to win the damn game, <laughs> Brian's your guy. Now, hey, it's a little funny if you got to do anything else. <laughs> oh, God. Iowa wins the Big Ten, whatever the hell they are, if they beat Nebraska on Saturday. I mean, good God. Yeah, I mean, this is where I'm – Mad at myself. I went against Iowa. Why? Why am I going against Iowa? That is the biggest indictment on that side of that Big Ten. Yeah. That Iowa at seven and four. Minnesota ran for like eight hundred and six yards. That running back is so good. Yeah. Yet Iowa caused turnovers. Minnesota driving down the field to win the game. They're going to kick a field goal you and they're going to win the game. Yes. They're going to win the game and they decide. Hang on. They, all that hell was going on on Saturday and all those time slots and you watch Minnesota Iowa. Absolutely. I was I was in this press box at Reynolds Razorback and it was on and I was watching it. Okay. And all they have to do is just center it up, kick it, you win. No, can't do that. They decide to throw it on third down. Big ten teams shouldn't throw the ball. Just run it. They threw it, interception, ball got tipped, interception, runs it back, one more play, set up a field goal, Iowa wins. That's on you, PJ. Never do anything glamorous. Just no. This is blue collar. <laughs> you had the mashed potatoes in front of you, and you decided no, we're going to do something creative with the potato, and you slice. Ohio State hand throws off. it. That they're not a Big Ten team. That's an SEC team <laughs> that plays a Big Ten schedule. Playing a Big Ten schedule. <laughs> Michigan is kind of the same. Everybody but else. Michigan still has a little Big Ten DNA in them. They, Everybody they, they, else is a Big Ten team. Yeah. Play a Big Ten game. Hey, that being said. I would love some swap conference for a year where you could just do that weird thing. If we were, I mean, look, college football is about to allow portal guys to transfer again. I mean, we might get here in like 10 years where you just take Tennessee. You know what? Big Ten West. Go play that schedule this year. Could be. See what happens. You see, uh, Illinois gave Michigan all it wanted. I was very frustrated in that game because we had some SEC officiating going on late there to make yeah. sure the Wolverines were okay. They got protected. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Missed one on Illinois and then called one on Illinois. I mean, back-to-back was like. Yeah. Because on one of the fourth downs, the game would have been over and the Michigan receiver picked the hell out of him and it wasn't called. And you went. Brett had had a week. His mom passed away. His mom passed away. Did you know that? When he was a player at Wisconsin, they played a game at Michigan, had a big win, and later that night he found out that his sister had died. So that stadium has – Oh, really? Yeah, that stadium has meaning to him. He wanted that game. They played really, really well. They they deserved probably to win the game. Yeah, they did. And then um, the other one was that TCU. Credit to them. Credit to them. They're, they're, they are winning. Okay. All you got to do is win. It's fine. I mean, they have no chance of winning the national title, but. No. I mean, I no. They're going to play one of the Big Ten teams is the 2-3 game. They are. Who's the four now? Who's on path? USC? The loser, SC or the loser of Michigan-Ohio State. So, if Georgia beats LSU, it would. I think we're staring at. SC or let's just say Michigan for the sake of the conversation. 
uh, as the four against Georgia, and then TCU winner of Michigan Ohio State. Yeah, assuming that Iowa does not pull the upset in the Big Ten title game against Michigan or Ohio State. Feel pretty sure that's in not Indianapolis. Happening. Podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy six six two two three six two 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 two. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. Fee prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it from G&M. Also, if you want to transfer your medications over, you don't have to stay with the big box pharmacies. One call, they will take care of the rest, make it very, very easy for you. Again, that's 662-236-2222. If jewelry is on your uh, Christmas shopping list, highly recommend Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford, serving the Oxford area for the past three quarters of a century. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. We're brought to you by Pinnacle. Uh, They're based in Madison, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses and much more. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated, as part of Virtuoso, it's a worldwide network of travel partners, allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits simply not available to other travelers. J. Edwards at RegencyTravel.net or 901-494-3387. Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Featuring fabulous food and craft libations, let OPA host your company dinner or festive party event. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. I'll have a mailbag up on Wednesday. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo, 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Chase referenced Neil's Picks. That'll be up on Thursday morning. It's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. Uh, they been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967 whether you're on the job hunt or whether your company is looking to hire quality hard to find talent service specialists can help service specialist ltd.com or 662-832-5138 don't forget about corinth dental if you're uh, thinking about invisalign uh, something just to kind of improve your smile make you feel better about yourself give yourself some more confidence they'll help you at corinth dental 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. On Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate, based out of Jackson, they service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as industrial, retail, office, medical, and land. B.B. Mitchell is the guy you need to get in touch with. He takes great pride in his attention to detail, professionalism, and hard work. For all your commercial real estate needs, call B.B. at 601-934-5008. And uh, like Chase said, I'll have what he said, what he meant. It very well might be tomorrow, um, just to be honest. But I'll have it up to you, get you the, the transcript, give you my interpretation of what Lane says or doesn't say. It's brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you a displaced corporate executive or wanting to put your career in your own hands? Are you an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify? Andy Ledecky can help. Andy's a longtime Rivals board member, diehard college football fan, franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands, 100% free, so you have nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net, Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net, 
or 404-973-9901. Florida State, which is 8-3 and three in Mike Norvell's uh, season here with uh, the Seminoles, done a nice job. They are 9.5-point favorites at home against the Florida Gators on Saturday. He has done a really good job. Yes, been good. Makes you wonder what his future is. Does he stay at Florida State? despite the fact that the ACC is becoming a secondary conference, or does he look to capitalize at some point fairly soon? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where he would stand on that. Uh, Georgia, 35-and-a-half point favorites against Georgia Tech. And clean old-fashioned hate that really isn't even hate anymore because one yeah, team well, just beats the hell out of the other one every season. I have a hard time believing Georgia spending a lot of time hating. Oh, okay. we're yeah, I mean, their fan base goes, oh, God. No, come on. Yeah, God. come on. If they win, they will, I would assume, be in the playoff, <laughs> even when they lost to LSU. Oh, right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they would fall to the four, <coughs> so they would get the Michigan Ohio State winner, and LSU would get in as the three. Oh God, because LSU, I think, controls its own destiny. I think if it wins, it's in. Okay, right. I don't know. I think so. That would kick out SC. They really need TCU to lose a game. The yeah. country needs TCU to lose well, a game. The country was, I think, hoping that our boys at Baylor were pulling that off. Because that would have made that that real simple. Yeah, you need the game to get a loss and get the hell out of there. Because TCU is not beating Ohio State or Michigan or Georgia. That's a good, that's a good question. I don't know. I think so, though. I think LSU controls destiny. South Carolina, 15-point underdogs in uh, the ACC version of Death Valley at 11 o'clock on Saturday morning. We can say what we will about Shane Beamer, and they're weird, but at the end of the day, they're thrilled in Columbia. He's done a good job. Yep. He has made them as relevant in the SEC as they've been since Spurrier. Ooh. Yeah. Done a good job. Well, look. I mean, I just went through their schedule here. Look, they got that stupid loss to Missouri that was really bad. Going into the year, had you told him, hey, you're going to beat A&M, Florida, and Tennessee. Yeah, sure. That's pretty good. What's their record? Uh, There's seven wins right now. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, Florida beat the crap out of them. Sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, seven. Seven wins. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, you know, seven and five is a one-game upgrade from a year ago. A lot of people, a lot of people in the coaching business will tell you that's the way to do it. Small steps. Yeah, they have their non-con wins, and they beat A and M, Vanderbilt, and Tennessee. Who they lose to? They lost to Arkansas, Georgia, Florida. No, they got to have one more, don't they? Yeah, Georgia, Arkansas. Missouri. Missouri. That's right. That's yeah. the that's the one he liked back. Yeah, that. Yeah. If you told him how you can change one thing, he could give me give me that Missouri game back. Because then I'm at eight and yeah, 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 yeah. Eight, eight and four if you lose to Clemson and you're you're good. They they got routed by Clemson a year ago. I kinda wonder if maybe this year they're a little better prepared to keep it interesting. Really strange game just because what's going on with those two programs. Oklahoma State, eight-point favorites at home against West Virginia on Saturday. Um, it's the end for Neil Brown, almost is. certainly. And it's weird for Mike Gundy. Things are weird right now. They've had a strange 
I mean, at one point they were seventeen and two in their last nineteen, and then it got got funny quickly when Sanders got hurt. Ohio State opening as a seven and a half point favorite at home against the Wolverines on Saturday. Both teams have running back health issues. To me, it frankly just comes down to whichever backfield is healthier um, on Saturday at eleven o'clock in the morning. Which game was that? I was I was Michigan Ohio boxed. State. Yeah. Seven and a half. I almost have to take Michigan and give me the hook. I think I'm gonna do that. That's what it feels like to me. Uh, yes, USA plays at at noon today, Connor. Noon Central against Wales. That is correct. Yes. No, is it noon or one? I thought it was one, one. Eastern. Oh, it is Eastern for that. I'm almost positive. Noon okay. Central. You want to check that? Yeah, it'd be what okay. it'd be. All right. Uh, Liberty will win its finale. So we'll see what he does or doesn't do. Uh, that was a terrible loss to Virginia Tech on Saturday. They looked like crap. They did. They looked bad. I watched. I was running on a treadmill in Fayetteville watching that game, and they looked. Coastal Carolina, a 13-and-a-half-point underdog at James Madison on Saturday. Somebody hurt. I don't, yeah, well, the quarterback's big. out. Oh, he is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited. That, that feels huge. Uh, South Owl, minus 16-and-a-half against Old Dominion at home to close their season. Kane's done a hell of a job. Yes. I mean, that 10-and-2 South Alabama in year two is a hell of an accomplishment if he gets there. As of now, is Virginia going to play on Saturday? Don't think so. They're not. It's a harrowing deal. Yeah. I get it. We have lines, is why I'm asking. Yeah, is there I, a line? Yeah, there is a line. I don't. I, I, as of Saturday, no one can even think to criticize them if they hang it up and don't no, play this football game. No, three of their friends yeah. were executed. Yeah, come on. And another one of their friends is recovering and appears to I be think, on yeah. his path to recovery. Thank yes. God. But no, that's traumatic. Yeah. Can you imagine? No, no. Um, no, I mean, I, if they play, I think the whole country is a Virginia fan yeah. for an afternoon. Kentucky minus three and a half against Louisville in Lexington on Saturday. And this one, Louisville's had a nice year, actually. They've been, they've been okay. They've, they've, they've put together a couple wins. Oregon minus three and a half on the road in the Civil War. Um, Oregon State getting three and a half in that one in Corvallis. You know, that guy at Oregon State's done a hell of a job, too. He has. They're a good program. They're good. Uh, Carnell and the boys getting 21 and a half in Tuscaloosa. They'll need them. It opened at 26, now at 21. For the chaos, I hope Auburn wins the game. You don't give that much at all possibility. I give it no real chance, but from the chaos angle alone, sign me up. You need him to get carried off on the phone on Saturday on the field. And... Oh. oh. Yeah. So I can give you one game this weekend. That's what you want. Mm. It'd be on the short list. I have to think about some things. I mean, there'd be some other games that I... I well, because you got your hateful scale where you could pop it to a few people if you yeah. could do it, but... Okay. Like a part of me would like the Mich- Michigan to blow out Ohio State. Oh, really? Just to see what the committee does, because the committee seems dead set on this Ohio State thing. And I've watched them repeatedly, and mm-hmm. I'm not convinced they're great. No, they're fine. They're good. I think that's right. Wisconsin's not going to hire Leonard, are they? I don't know. 
I hadn't heard. I think he's four and two. They want to hire him. They play Minnesota on Saturday. They're three-point favorites in Madison. Yeah, they should win that game. Just thought. I don't, yeah, know. I don't know. Okay. TCU. TCU at home. They are 10-point favorites over Iowa State where Matt Campbell's star has fallen this season. It's been a rough Big year time. in Ames for, for Matt. Um, he He's lost a lot of a lot of juice. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Of relevance, scroll down. LSU A and M. LSU giving nine in College Station. Okay. I mean, after halftime, there were ten thousand in the stadium. Five thousand. Maybe. In all seriousness, I give the UMass kids credit for not having heart attacks. That cannon would have scared the hell out of me. Did you see that? Yeah. My God. It was like 10 feet in front of them. That place, man. The whole place. Because I had a few moments where I'm like, I know they're not going to win, but can we please, God, give the Minutemen a win right here? Like, can we do anything to give UMass a win in this game? Oh, Oh, God. I headed around some internet places. I read some reports on the game, some very upset people. Uh, Oh, yeah, I bet. Oh, God. Oh, Oh, I bet. Oh, just melting down. Not happy. Not happy. Now, everybody didn't play because of the flu, supposedly. Again, is that is what that, we did? Is that what we're doing? We're still fluing it. Yeah. Ep- there's a, there's a there's an epidemic going on. Tennessee minus fourteen in Nashville. This is the one. No, if the football gods came down and said, "You can have a game. Pick a game. It's on you." Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt beats Tennessee. That's that's gets the six. That's my game. That's my game. Let Vanderbilt go to the Liberty Bowl and play in Memphis. I think they'd go to the Music City Bowl. You can't do that to them. They do it to them every time. You can't do that to them. It's not fair. It's not fair. I think the Liberty Bowl is going to get Arkansas. Oh, really? They want them badly. Okay. Because you can't really send Ole Miss to the Liberty Bowl at eight. No. No, at eight, Ole Miss would be kind of Music City-ish. Vegas. Vegas. Which is December 17th. We don't need that crap. Well, I've already got a ticket to be there. so I Do you really? Yeah. It's part of the road to Boise. Oh, is it? Yeah. The game? Uh, we were going up there, going to the Vegas Bowl. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know yeah, that. Raiders, Patriots. Oh. So it's possible you're covering that game now. Sure. Okay. And then headed to Boise. Yeah. No, they wouldn't do a rematch. They wouldn't do an Arkansas Liberty rematch. No. They wouldn't nobody would want that. Yeah, they don't do that. Yeah. Fourteen for uh for this one. Notre Dame is a five and a half point underdog in the Coliseum against USC. All right, now this Saturday. is an interesting game because Notre Dame's playing pretty well lately. They are. This could get problematic. There's a chance. Yeah, they're they're good enough defensively to slow SC down just enough to make this interesting. Yeah, I think I agree with you. Freeman Got off to a shaky start, but he has settled in. Yeah, it's been all right. He's okay. He's done well, yeah. Oklahoma minus one in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Sure, whatever. Oklahoma's so weird. I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. No way. Uh, Kansas plus 12 in Manhattan against Kansas State. Sure. The Apple Cup, uh, Washington giving one and a half at Washington State on Saturday night. That's actually a good game. Yeah, it's a pretty good game. 
And then what is not a good game is BYU giving six in Palo Alto against the Cardinal on Saturday Yuck. night. Stanford no. sucks. Yeah, I don't. Speaking of, what day is Ole Miss Stanford basketball? Is it Thanksgiving or Friday? Thanksgiving Day. Okay. I don't have the. T- I think it's like at noon. I'll find it. I'll get it to you in plenty of time for the game. And then they play again on Friday, depending on when or losing. And then they play again on Sunday. Okay. So, we'll have, we'll talk about that later. Uh, NFL stuff tomorrow. Whatever happens from Lane tomorrow as well. We'll at least be with you tomorrow, and then we'll kind of figure out what we're doing. We haven't yeah. talked about it. So um, back in the morning for uh, that. McCready and Siski today at 2. It'll be a short show because i got to get over to Ole Miss, but we'll have a show. I think we're going to go again on Wednesday morning. That'll be our like late morning on Wednesday. That'll be that schedule for the week So with that show. You mentioned the uh, victim from the Virginia shooting. He left the hospital now. So oh, that's is, awesome. He, he is out of the hospital. Fantastic I'm seeing news. that this morning. So at least have uh have that going on. So um appreciate all you guys. I was gonna look real quick. Um Yeah, my my thing is still showing one o'clock for USA Smith soccer. So pe- okay. you people check that because if you are really into it, you probably know without us telling you, but nonetheless yeah. it's I don't uh, want to be responsible for that. Yeah, so I'm just it's either at noon or at one. If it's not on at noon, it's coming on at one. So there you go. Okay. So uh um, that USA and Wales. You gonna get some I watch, but Team I, America I, fever? Sure, but I don't. I, hey, I, I, I know out, nothing. Shout out to uh, OHS Soccer. They went down to the coast, beat Gulfport, beat Ocean Springs, beat Ocean Springs uh, shorthanded. Had some of the guys that were playing for their club teams had to go do oh, the really? club stuff. Yeah. Um, do you know the mascots for those two teams, Gulfport and Ocean Springs? Uh, Ocean Springs is the uh, uh, I don't know. Gulfport's the Admirals. They are yes. Ocean Springs is the um, Bulldogs. The Greyhounds. Greyhounds. Yes. Ocean Springs still in the football 6A state uh, playoffs. Okay. They are down to four. Oh. So they play Brandon in the South State Finals this uh, this week. So Good luck to them. Brandon's really good. Yeah. Um, Tupelo Starkville in the north half, and then oh. uh, Brandon and Ocean Springs in the south half. Tupelo, so, in short order, has gone from being a good program to a Elite program. They, I was talking to Dylan about it yesterday. They haven't played a close game yet outside of Starkville in the regular season. He yeah. was a little concerned just because they haven't been in a fight. I mean, they've kind of blown everybody out. Um, I suspect they'll get a fight from Starkville. They're going to get a fight from Starkville for sure. They because uh, they, they beat Madison Central twenty eight to seven on in the North Semis on Friday night, and then so where's anyway. that game? In Tupelo. Oh, it's the, the state championships in Tupelo? Oh, no, no, no. This is the semi. Because they'll play the Brandon Ocean oh, Springs winner. Yeah, where are the championships this year? Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Yeah. Gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Back in the morning. Thanks to everybody. Big stream today. So, appreciate all of you. Hello to our Auburn people as well. And we'll talk to you again in the morning. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.